Hello and welcome to the Brick Cave Media Podcast. My name is Patrick Hare, author of Corporate Boilerplate... <sighs> author of Corporate Boilerplate Vinegar from Brick Cave Books. And a man who should know that he has to write things to be read out loud so they don't make them into tongue twisters like that. Joining me in the studio today is my co-host, fellow poet and author, Bill Campana. Hey, Hi, Patrick. Bill. How you doing, man? Bill Campana here, as if you didn't guess from the introduction. <laughs> Uh, I, too, am a poet and author of five different Brick Cave books, and they all have different colors. Each each, each book has a different color. It comes in colors everywhere. Yeah, not quite <laughs> a, a, a rainbow, but, but various colors. Uh, the latest is uh, Poems in the Key of A Negative, which, as you can see, I'm you can't see, right, but I'm tapping my foot waiting for it still. So, Anyway, this Brick Cave podcast is brought to you by the BC Book Club. Brick Cave Media's community portal for readers that love Brick Cave books and authors. You can join today and be a part of the Brick Cave story at bcbookclub.com. And now, join us for some various chat. Various chat. <laughs> hey, Patrick, happy uh, Fourth of July. Yes, right? even though Fourth it's the eighth of July. 8th of July. Was actually, it was an interesting weekend. I saw two children's movies, um, saw a baseball game. Fireworks, and then... Um, Did you go to the Diamondbacks? Yeah, on the third. Oh. They almost won. Yeah, they almost. <laughs> there was a lot of almost going on this year. They, they, yeah. they, they started to put it back together after losing like four yeah. ones, runs in one inning. So Yeah, they they, <laughs> they put it back together for two wins, and now, now it fell apart again. Just snapped apart like a cheap little plastic toy. But hey, the Suns are playing right playing now. Right now, yes, yeah. exactly. I thought, you know, should I, should I call it off or should I do the podcast? And I said, you know what, uh, eighteen years is not too long to wait for another uh, NBA Finals in Phoenix. I, I could I could wait eighteen <laughs> sure more years. Sure, it was only eighteen. <laughs> I don't have a TV anyway, so I can't watch the game. But I listen to it. You can just walk by any television store on a corner of hey, your small town. there you go. Town. Hey, look, Milton Myrtle's on, kids. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, is that the Dumont Network we're watching? Exactly. Everyone gathers around the TV oh, shop and looking at the Which one of those TVs. old whores is Ann Southern? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I've been without a TV for, jeez, uh, since March. Well, you know, they fall out of cereal box and stuff Well, yeah, like but that. I don't even miss. I keep asking myself, what am I missing? Outside of some PBS world documentaries, I'm really not missing anything. Seriously. Okay. You're turning into a hipster, though. I've always been a hipster. (laughs) The only thing I I, I do, or I don't do that hipsters do, I don't drink out of jars and I don't have a, a stainless steel straw because I could pick a glass up and drink from the glass. Yeah. Even when I'm at home, I don't need a straw at home or, or when I'm in any of the, the, the many, many restaurants I... I uh, frequent? Yeah, I frequent. No, I don't. Actually, I don't. Next, you'll be raising artisanal chickens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, after I got rid of my TV, I had so much time to concentrate on what's really important to me. And I thought, chickens with little hats on. Yeah. <laughs> Roosters. I get I get roosters and I like put one up to each ear in the morning and it's like, yeah, look at that. It's like being on a farm. Living. Stereo yeah. farm. Farm fresh. I, I just don't miss it. I don't uh, I've been without a TV before, so 
It's nothing new. It's just uh, the last. You don't, do you have internet at home? I've got my phone. That's right. That, that's that's all I really need. Yeah. I have a lot of music. How's your too late for poetry going? I didn't do one last week. Really? Yeah. I'm, you know, I, I, can, I can sit and read to myself as well as I could <laughs> read to my phone. And, and, you know, the three people will miss it that, that watch it all the time. Uh, me? Not so much. Bill's foray into social media broadcasting. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Like we, well, I have you this. you got to plug it a little more often. Right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should TikTok my poems. <laughs> Why not? Maybe I should just get a. They are pretty short. I mean, you do tend to write concisely. I, I should get a clock and just smash it on TikTok. You could, you so here's here's your TikTok. Every week, a different clock, and just that's that's his TikTok channel. Just go on to eBay and buy some old vintage, uh, Big Bend West clock, alarm clocks, and crush them. <laughs> well, you could just do like a hundred haikus and. Yeah, Mike I do Pence's that. and Deviant Words, and so you got this giant playlist. It's like this guy has got all these Look hundreds at all of things. This. It was so hot today. <laughs> it was so hot today. I saw a fat kid cannonball into a mirage. Wow. On that note, it was so hot today. The Andrew Jackson in my wallet was mopping his brow with Abe Lincoln's beard. Yay! Oh my goodness. Spontaneous poetry right there for you kids. So what's up, Patrick? You gonna you wanna restart us out? Yes, I will start us out. There's been something on my mind lately. It is a flat horizontal monolith <laughs> of malice. The glass topped usurper of a suddenly dead but perfectly average electric stove. The best thing the new one makes is smoke. I was getting bad at I, I was already bad at getting all the food to be finished at the same time, but now I'm terrible. Got a half hour to kill? Just put your pasta pot on the big burner and set it to fast boil. The confection oven's like a big air fryer. It can dehydrate frozen french fries, petrify your chocolate chip cookies, or turn a whole chicken into crispy bird jerky. I was never a fan of the wobbly curly burners, but at least I could rely on a steady ration of heat from the dial. The dark glass deals in meaningless numbers that carry different meanings for each burner as it deals out random cycling red pulsating flashes. Somewhere between the numbers of four and six lies the whole range between absolute zero and supernova. Unless you start high, then turn the heat down to two, so your bratwurst can resemble one of Cain's displeasing sacrifices. <laughs> I can stir sauces that are ice cold on the top, but then they gurgle and erupt, spitting enchilada sauce on the back of my hand like I'm a tour stop in Dante's Inferno. <laughs> None of your heirloom pans are flat enough. They're wobbly on the plane of two dimensions. No salesperson will warn you that you have to buy $300 worth of new cookware and that if it isn't specially anodized, the non-stick surface will melt like it's looking into the lost ark. It was a miracle. I made a quesadilla in the skillet, and within five seconds, the tortilla looked exactly like Joan of Arc. <laughs> Thank you. It's <laughs> a new poem. Yes. So that's three now. Not only that, but it sounds like it's a new a new stove. Right. Well, I've had it for a year, but it's it's really unfortunate that you know I, the old electric stove is like 
you know, it, it just stopped working. And so, like, well, we got to get another stove. It's like, oh, do the glass top thing. Don't they make the old ones anymore? Well, maybe they do, but I would hope so. I was hoping for a better experience, but it's very hard to cook when you're trying to guess what the what's hot today. If I want something with a glass top, I'll go buy a damn TV <laughs> <laughs> and watch other people cook. Hey, look at that! That well, looks good. Yeah, you don't see anybody on the Food Network using a glass top stove. <laughs> no, That's no, they, they they've got those gas stoves. Ten thousand dollar Viking oh, range stuff. Yeah, it's it's like a flamethrower, like a like a horizontal flamethrower, or a vertical. They're burning off gas like it's a endless yeah. resource. Yeah, yeah, it's glorious. <laughs> it's glorious. Could always eyeball that, you know. I, I knew what the. How big is the flame? That's good. When I had a glass gas stove, it's low, it's high, it's medium. Well, I know whether it's hot or cold. This thing, it's it's so, it's so random with the pulsing. It's like it's never constant. So you can't just put something on there and it'll be this. It'll put out the same heat all the time. It just it. Let me guess. They claim it's a smart stove. Oh yeah, it's smart. It's malevolently <laughs> smart. It's evil in some way. All right, Bill, you're up. Most things smart are evil. Okay, uh, uh, as was our assignment this month, uh, we were supposed to uh, update our poet bios, so you'll have a better understanding of, of who we are. And after I read this, you will have a better understanding of who I am. Patrick failed to... Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. We know, we know... No, Zero I'm, I'm for just, Patrick. <laughs> I'm just saying, Patrick gets an incomplete for Patrick for wants to be mysterious. Podcast. But he did, he did get a new, uh, yeah, a new stove. So this, uh, this is called Poet Bio Update. And I'm going to read this in the third person because if you were reading this, you would read it that way. Bill Campana knows that for one to be a rainmaker, one must also learn to repair umbrellas or at the very minimum offer up referrals. He sees the gaps in the abandoned space where previously, previously occupied by shadowy political figures and circus performers and dares to fill them in with horseradish. In desperation, while his life was once being spared, he vowed to the Lord that henceforth he would only live in cities that began with Saint. Saint Phoenix, Saint Tempe, Saint Mesa, his poetry has often been likened to 90s boy band choreography performed waist deep in a pool of eels. Each poem is a carefully crafted special prayer, which is usually answered with a call and response suicide note. Bill Campana is synonymous with the haiku, the one-liner, the orthopedic codpiece. And when in doubt, he lives quietly in St. Scottsdale with his beloved cat, Boo Boo. Saint and now you know Saint Scottsdale. Saint Scottsdale. Now you know a little bit more about me. Page you, two. We care to. <laughs>